0: Hello, and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Johnson, and I'm coming to you from the coast of Maine. In my work as a life coach for the last 15 years, as well as in my personal life, I keep coming back to seeing the beauty of what unfolds when we each uniquely find our way back to a place of love. Love can get us through the most painful moments. It can give us the freedom to grow, the courage to change. And love can also lead us to a whole lot of peace, joy, and possibility. So let's see what happens in us, in our life, and in our world when we listen in to what love says. and welcome to the Love Says Podcast. This is Elizabeth. I am chatting with you today, as always from Maine, but on a really stormy summer day. I just closed the windows so it would be easier for the editing purposes, but I'm excited to open the windows back up. But it's just one of those days where the rain is here, but there's thunder and there's lightning and... Uh, it feels dramatic but refreshing and kind of exhilarating. So so that's that's where I am today. I'm wondering how the weather is where you are. And today we're going to go into a topic connected to love, <laughs> about a practice connected to love. But actually it's interesting. I got this kind of pop. I went for a walk a few weeks ago and when I was starting the walk um I just, you know, put out an ask, just like my mind was going, which I'll tell you in a minute, I had had like a rougher month, (laughs) a a more challenging month. And so my mind was doing the like, you have nothing to talk about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, don't ever do a podcast again. It's like so dramatic. And, but so I just went for a walk, which is one of my favorite things in life to do and just put out an ask. Like, if there's, you know, inspiration or topic that's meant to come through, please just let it come through. Kind of just having that ask. And just then just started walking. And about halfway through, it was interesting. I was thinking about something totally different. And then I was thinking about something that I felt like I really needed coming out of a more challenging month, and I was kind of just feeling it through for myself. And then I was like, and then it was that moment of like, oh my gosh, this is the this is the topic. This is the love says topic for this next episode. Uh, but one thing I do differently is because it's a little bit more of a practice. I gave myself a week to actually see if I would practice it. Because you know how it's really easy to, like, give someone an idea or talk about something but and then just, like, not do it? And something about this podcast, this work, is, like, this real invitation for myself that this is not just about talking. This is about living, right? And practicing and coming back and um, the invitation to come back to love and... And not just thinking about love, but but feeling it, right, and and nurturing it, and sharing it, or being it in the world. And so, I gave myself about a week to practice what what I'll share about in a minute. And I'm really grateful I did. I, I think at any moment I could have not <laughs> not practiced. So, thanks for holding me accountable, even though you didn't even know you were doing that. But I I feel like it's something I needed, um, and it supported me. And yeah, without going too much into into specifics with the month before had just been a challenging month. It had been a month where I felt like a couple doors closed that I had really thought I was going to walk right through, right? A couple of just opportunities or, or things in my life that I was putting more energy or focus on were like, nope, not yet or not right now. Um, and then I I got covid Um was the first time I I got covid in all of this time and then Lauren got covid 2 days later and it was for me personally and I know for Lauren as well you know it was it was intense and it was did not feel mild and it it just kind of took over like I don't know about you I know probably so many of you who are listening to this have had it um or who have loved ones who have had it and everyone has a different version but they're what I have heard from so many people, and it's this weird, like, relief thing, right, where you're like, oh, my gosh, me too, um, is, again, it it just is, for me, it was longer than I expected. Um, it was more surprising in its symptoms in that you kind of start to feel better, and then fatigue or coughing or headaches, or you know, kept coming back, and so it was just... It felt like it took more, not just from me physically, but honestly from me mentally and emotionally, you know, and I think after about like two full weeks, I was starting to physically feel better, but mentally and emotionally had started to be in a tougher spot, right? And and then again, I would go on the news or I would go on social media and from that place, because I was not in a place connected to love, hope, possibility, I, seeing the news, obviously, I mean, no matter where I would have been, it it was a challenging few weeks in our world. Um, But again, the place I was in already made it, it was just like, kind of like a perfect pair, but a miserable perfect pair. So um, I took a little break from social media and I started to feel well enough to go spend some time with family and that started to get me out. And again, one of the things... I hope this is not like a lesson for my whole life, but I kind of have a feeling it may be of the patience, of the timing, or, you know, we'll do a whole other episode on this in the future, but like expectations I have for myself or my health or my energy or my rhythm or my capacity. Um, But sometimes, again, in the last month, I feel like life And the divine had other plans, other timing for me. And then I definitely feel like my body had different timing, had different needs, had different rhythm. I couldn't just bounce back, you know. So it was coming from that time and that place, which unfortunately I'm guessing you have felt too if you're listening to this as a human being, where what's happening is different than what we feel like we want or think we want. Um, but so on that day when I went for that walk I had to pause like every five minutes because it was like huffing and puffing, um, I this idea popped as the first thing I was thinking about was how love is sometimes, and especially if I'm in a harder place or a more contracted place... Um, or just have felt more disappointed, honestly. Love sometimes can feel like too vague a concept or a thing to connect to, it, right? It's like, come back to love. Marion Williamson, her whole book is Return to Love. Like, that's the essence. That's the essence of this podcast. I think that's the essence of, almost the essence of being a human being, right? How we come back to it. And it felt like too big. It felt too big or vague to practice. And so one of the things that popped for me was what are the kinds of love that I want to be focusing on or nurturing or connecting to? And so that's what it started as this like then in my notebook, I just wrote love as compassion, right? Love as peace. It was like, wait, all of the, what are all the versions, the specific feelings of love or ways of practicing love or kind of like softnesses or strengths of love, right? What are all these other kind of names we have for love? But the but the again the similarity with all of the the kind of practices or ways of being I'm going to talk about today for me that all are coming from love, right? So it's either like they're, it's like rooted in love and then they all grow as different flowers or the other image I had had was, again, it's just like the umbrella of love and all of these ways of being or feelings or practices fall under this umbrella. And sometimes I feel like this is what I felt like for the week when we're more specific Imagine you're cooking something and you need, you're missing an ingredient, right? And you go to the spice rack and they're all spices, right? But you're like, okay, no, this is not cinnamon, right? Like, I need onion powder, right? It's like, they're, again, they're all spices, but each one of them has its own flavor, its own gift, its own texture. Each one of them, enhances or adds to a dish or changes a dish, right? Depending on what the spice is. So that's what I wanted to do with the different types of love, the different versions of love. I almost wanted to imagine like a love spice rack. <laughs> and then all I'm like, what do I need today? Uh, do I need love as compassion? Do I need love as peace, right? And so what I did first, and I I invite you to do this, we'll we'll circle back to this in a few minutes, like by the end of the episode. But the first thing to do, perhaps, would be to pause me and for you to write, like again, if you had a spice rack of love, right? All the different types of love you go to or you practice or you come back to, what are those types for you? So you could pause me, you could write them out. I'm so curious because i know there are like 97 more than the ones i wrote. I just wrote enough for to practice for a week. So, what i did and and what i it's funny, i actually i got my first list of love as all these different types of love. And again, i did it so that what i wanted to do was like have something in my mind throughout a day where I was remembering, I wasn't just saying come back to love, I was remembering to come back to this type of love. And in particular, I kept thinking about it almost as if I was putting on glasses, right? Like where, you know, these are rose colored glasses, but let's say it was wonder, love is wonder. It was almost like I was giving myself the permission, but it felt like I needed to actively practice this, right? But I was, each time I thought of it or it popped up as a reminder, I would literally put on, I would see the world, I would see myself, my feelings, I would see my schedule, um, my wife, the news, through the lens of this type of love, right? And it was so amazing. So I'll tell you, I did a list, and then it was funny, I um, I ended up switching it a little bit as I was doing it. But I picked seven types of love. And so I just want to read them to you. And again, some of them may be on your list and others may not, right? But what I did is I, I'll tell you the ones that I did in a minute. I put in my calendar, like on my iPhone, as a like a, in every day, as an all-day event. So it would just pop up at the top. I just put love as and whatever the type of love was for me. And then I would pick, which was pretty fun, uh, like emoticon, an emoji that would felt like it represented kind of the energy of it. And then I put in reminders so I would be reminded. And And what happened is like when I would open my phone, you feel into if you, wanna, if you want to put this in your schedule or in your calendar on a post-it. Again, I think... It's one of those, this is one of those practices like I needed support in remembering, especially because I was coming out of that harder time. My ego, which I think as you know, I is just like that fear-based voice. My fear-based voice had had plenty of time. It was loud. It was in charge. It was making up nonsense left and right. Um, It didn't need any more encouraging, right? And yet that muscle connecting me to my mind aligning with love, feeling it, remembering it, that muscle had atrophied a little bit, right? Like remember how I was like, I did a five minute walk and I had to pause. Like my my rhythm in my mind of coming back to looking through the lens of love had weakened a bit because I was sick. And I think because fear just got louder, right? And so I needed to, and this can be done with any of our practices, like Put it in. I needed to activate some support um, to support myself to actually practice it. But again, being, I always think, though, it's good to check in and be like, is this something you want to practice? Are you called to practice it? Does it resonate, right? Versus like this is a should, an outside expectation. So just checking in and seeing if you'd want to. But what I did, yeah, I put my first day was love as wonder. And I did love as appreciation, Love is play, which was a really fun day, I'll tell you about in a minute. Love is kindness, which to be honest, I did not really practice that day. Love is curiosity. Love is peace. And then the last one, which intimidated me, My gosh, I, mean, I have some work to do around that, but I waited to the last day because I was like, well, if I practice all these for six days, I'll be ready. But my last day was love as strength. Because I had been feeling very weak in all the ways. And so I put that as the last day. But again, when I feel like loving strength, yeah, it feels really good. It's really necessary. And it's really necessary in our in our lives, but also in our world um, right now. Um, so those were, those were my ones. And again, on, I'll, I won't tell you about every single day, but I will say that every day was slightly different, right? So love as a wonder was, first of all, when I think about wonder, I just, again, it's not just like, hmm, wonder, which is part of it. Part of it is like wonder, like awe, wonder, like curiosity, um, wonder... Like, my mind opens. That's the thing. And again, it's not just the mind, but it's the heart. When I open to wonder, like, it's like that magical mystical anything's possible it's like a lightness happens but then an opening to to new things right to new possibilities and i hadn't felt that in, in a while and so love is wonder and what was so interesting to me i did sit in the on the back deck in our yard and look up at the trees and the birds and just have a feeling of wonder right i I received a couple texts that day from loved ones, and what was so interesting is through the lens of wonder— I could like almost read the text differently. Like a friend had shared something surprising that had happened. And again, I was like, oh my gosh. Like like, again, through the eyes of wonder, it was like, oh, that's miraculous. That's incredible, right? Like, and it also allowed some curiosity. I did have a little bit more of that like pondering. Like, I wonder, I wonder, which again, coming from being sick, which was just like, miserable. I was just miserable in my mind. I was not open-minded. I wasn't open to magic. I was just like trying to get through. And so the love as a wonder opened me up. And again, I think love is just so creative, right? Like, and so it takes us to places our logical minds cannot anticipate. And so that was a really, that was a beautiful day. Um, Love is appreciation, Again, when I feel that appreciation for the birds or for the wind or for my cat, I feel like I want to end up mentioning my cat in every episode, which I never thought that would be who I am, but it's who I am. So, like appreciation, and with that, again, don't we feel appreciation from our heart? Like, don't when I like appreciate and I feel it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful, I'm so appreciative. Like, I feel it in my heart, right? That's that's from love. So that was a really good day. I think my favorite day was Love Is Play, and on the Love Is Play day, because I was just thinking about as a kid how you play and like. You're, it's loving and it's fun and it's connected and it's spontaneous. And it's, you see how, like, with every one of these, there's like so much that can be there. But being playful to me, I am connected to love, right? I am connected to openness. Like, and on the Love is Play Day, I was so grateful. I'd kind of put this one in knowing I was gonna be with family on that day. Um, but I didn't know, you know, how the day was going to unfold. And there were a few moments, talk about something like supporting me, right? To open me up to a experience I wouldn't have had, which, gosh, is not what love does all the time, right? Like, um, but we, I was with family, but with cousins with little kids. And they were in play. It's who they are, right? They play. And there were a few moments, one of my cousins... Daughters came up to me and was just like, "Is it? We want to play freeze tag." And my initial body was re- also coming out of COVID. I was like, "This could be very dangerous." But um, my initial adult response, like, was going to be no, right? Like, well, no, like we'll do something else. But I don't, I don't think freeze tag right now. There were plenty of kids, right? They wouldn't have missed me without it. But in that moment, she asked me. I took a beat. And then I literally, which again, this did not happen every day. Like I said, the next day I completely forgot about this practice. But, but I remembered that love is play. Put it in the emoji of the cartwheeling person, and I said yes, you know. And then my wife Lauren, who like actively connects to play so much quicker than I do, said yes. And it was so fun; um, I could barely breathe. Um, But it was just—it was one thing about the love as play was I was so in the moment. I was so—it felt so free, right? And that's why also, again, love brings us into the present moment. If we see the future or we imagine it or vision it or dream it through the eyes of love, that absolutely helps. But there's something about in the present moment of being connected to love, right? Oh, my gosh, it just allows us to be. And as adults— I don't do that as much as an adult, right? So love is play, that invitation, yeah. And then I had a moment where my aunt like asked me to swim, and I was like cold, and I didn't want to. And I was like, "Love is play," and I dove in, and like it just, it was so, it was just really cool because it was. The day unfolded differently. I had different experiences. At the end of the day, we're all like kind of cuddled in the common room and looking at picture books and like old photo books. And one of my my cousin's um, kiddo who asked me to play freeze tag was snuggled on my lap. And I, I felt so much love within my – and again, I'm not saying I wouldn't have felt that, but there was something about there throughout the day connecting to it, actively allowing it, choosing it, like, gosh, it's like so much of the time it is a choice, right? Because we have these other parts of our humanity and our human mind that go elsewhere, right? Connect to different things, tell us different things. So choosing love in any of its forms, right, is like such a powerful choice. And so I look at that day, Um, as love is play. And I also feel like the day met me, the people met me, the universe met me, right? Like it also, because it knew, life knew maybe I was like going in with that. It, it gave it back to me. So that was love is play. Um, and I'll just tell you a little bit about the last few days, but then I want to come to, to you and how for you to, to, to practice this if you want and what types of love, um, do you want to pull off that love spice rack? Um, I wonder my brother um does awesome illustrations. I may have him do a little, <laughs> a little spice rack, a little love spice rack. The next day, love is kindness, maybe I upper limited, and love is play was so good, I was like, well, whatever. Like, um not that I didn't connect to it, but it felt it, I saw it pop up. I remembered it a couple times. I didn't actually, like, let it in. I don't think I actively chose it that day. So just so you know, you may have a day where you practice and you literally do the opposite or you don't do it. Love is curiosity, similar to wonder, but was a little bit more intellectual that day. Um, I asked people more questions. I asked more questions about life. I, like, Googled some things I would not have Googled, literally, because I was like, love is curiosity. I wonder about this. I wonder about that. It just... Um, I can't remember who said this originally, but my wife says this all the time, that sometimes the most dangerous thing in the world is for someone not to be curious. Um, When we close down our curiosity, we really lose something. And we disconnect, I think, from a part of ourselves that is, I think, our, again, that innate love energy of who we are, whether it be our soul, our heart, our essence, we are curious, we are, we do want to connect, right? Even if we're very introverted, right? Like I am like, but there's this thing about our essence that wants to connect and learn and grow and expand um, when we feel safe to do so, right? And so when we stop curiosity, We just, just we close so so many doors and windows, right? Sometimes they close because we're not meant to go down them, but oftentimes in our own minds, we close them when we close off curiosity. So that was a cool day. Love is Peace was a real good one. Um... It was just the permission to feel that like loving peace and practice it. I think I did a piece. Dr. Chelsea Jackson Roberts does these beautiful meditations and I I did a peace meditation with her and That was beautiful. And then my last day was love as strength. And again, I don't think, I wouldn't have gone there because of the place I had been in where I felt more contracted, my energy was lower, my fear was louder. I felt very um, sensitive and almost timid, right? Like almost being in this world because I had not been feeling well for so long. And doing these practices and being with family and being out in the world and having new experiences got me to a place where I was remembering these other parts of myself, right? I was remembering the beauty in the world. Um, and so when I got to love is strength, I really used that that day, and by really, I mean like two times, to do things that I had been avoiding, right? That I knew would give me great relief, that would be loving choices, For myself or for someone else, but I felt like they were a little scarier, right? Or they were a little bit more energy or they, I felt a little bit more intimidated. So love as strength, like loving strength. If we think about that strength, whether it's to say something, whether it's to take an action, my pattern is like kind of like this, right? Like talking down to myself or not taking care of myself or not reaching out. And, you know, but that loving strength guides us to Take that different path, right? Go that way that takes a little bit more energy to begin, but then opens us up or fills us up or... Kind of reignites our energy or our soul or our heart again, right? So that can come through. So love is strength was a really, really cool one, and I'm thinking I want to give an invitation for. First of all, you can do what you always do, which is just to to pull anything that popped for you from this episode, right? Um, and the two active because I keep again for me. If I would have just like said this idea and not practice it just at this time in my life, I think I would have forgotten about it, which again, is fine. We always forget. And then we always come back to loving truth, but I needed to practice it. And so I wanted to offer just two invitations to practice from your home in your world right now. And one is whatever type of love you are called to, and you can maybe just take a moment right now. You can close your eyes if you're not driving. You can take a breath. And you can just ask yourself, what type of love do I need right now? And then you can ask yourself, what type of love do I want right now? And then one final question is just what type of love would feel so good right now? And maybe you got the same answer for all three. Maybe you got different. One of the things that I think is so beautiful when I think about this concept is when we when we touch base and we say, like, what type of love? Again, on that first day, I had felt so shut down that I needed Wonder, right? Like I needed it. Like I was missing it. It's like it's just when you're like craving something. It's like if you've been in the desert for a really long time and you are you need water, right? Like you're like, it's your our systems will guide us, right? I yeah, I needed wonder. And then what was interesting though, is I kept practicing these ones that I felt like I needed when I touched base and I would like kind of ask myself, what what kind of love do I feel like the world needs right now? It was pretty similar, right? like what the the kind of love I needed, and it may be slightly different variations each day for each of us it doesn't even matter if it's love, it's love, right? But it when i when I feel into or i I kind of look into the world and it's like, what does the world need now? it's It's usually a mirror, right? to what to what I need. And again, I can't do it for the whole world. But I can start for sure with myself. It's the only person we can start with, right? And then, again, it can start to ripple, right? And then we get to start to share it with the world, or we get to start receiving it more from the world. So... I, you may again take one, that was going to be my first idea, sorry I got a little tangent, but you could take one of the answers you just got and practice love as whatever you just got and you could put it in, again, a week is a really good time, a week always gives me enough time to like practice, forget I'm practicing and then come back to it. And I'm being generous with myself right now because I don't always come back to it. But I think you could take one and you could practice for a week. And again, put that reminder that feels like an invitation, not like a punishment or like you're getting in trouble, but on a post-it, on your phone, in your calendar, by your bedside table. Put it on something beautiful if you want. Again, the the emoji really like helped me. It's like, ooh, I want to do that. Like I want to feel like that emoji right now. So you could pick one and practice for the week. The other option is to do similar to what I did and pick however many days you want to do. I picked seven and put one in a day and then feel in. I will say like give yourself that moment in the day if you're like, I actually need – strength instead of softness today, right? Or I need kindness instead of boldness, right? Or today I need love as justice instead of love as patience. You know what I mean? Like you'll feel the difference. But there's some I did edit one during midweek. I was like, I'm not feeling that today. I'm gonna edit it. So you could do one a day. And then again, it's more just playing with it, practicing it, just the moment of focusing on it allows in experiences that I, I from my experience experiences that wouldn't happen right if and so what we're doing is we're just putting a lens, we're just putting a focus, we're just putting invitation right on this and and the thing is if you feel like it, there's a day where you're like Meh, you know didn't really feel it that's okay. practice something else pick a different one like you get to play with it it will ebb and flow depending on what's going on in your whole system. Some days it will feel like amazing and other days it it may feel very different. So again, love is compassion. It's always a good one for all of us as we are practicing all of this. So I'm so grateful to be with you today. I Gosh, I wish you love in so many forms and so many types. And I wish you love in these next few weeks that just meets you where you are, but also reminds you of who you are because I think that's what I, I needed coming out of those more challenging few weeks. Um, so if you want to be in touch, if you want to share, I would love to hear from you. You can email the Podcast at gmail.com or elizabeth at elizabethjohnson.net. Um, I really appreciate, yeah, when you reach out, because I know, like, I'm here in my room recording this, but when you reach out, we get to continue these dialogues. And speaking of dialogues, as this episode is released, you should keep an eye out for the new episode, Conversations on Love with Mercedes Vasquez. Uh, It was such a beautiful conversation. I'm so excited to go back and listen to it myself. They... There was just, she's just a remarkable human being. And I think you'll really enjoy um, hearing from her. She inspires me so much. So keep an eye out for that. And in the meantime, uh, as always, I wish you so, so, so much love. And to remember that we are love and we just need to keep coming back to it. Okay, so much love to you and I will talk to you soon. Bye